0: Hey guys, welcome to the Total Nerd List, the podcast where we make lists and be nerds. This week, we're going to be talking about robots, androids, and cyborgs. <gasps> oh my! <laughs> Thanks for joining us. Hope everybody's doing well. I'm Reggie. I'm Shane. And I am Tom. Uh, everybody been doing alright? Everybody okay this week? Yes. Yeah.
1: Uh, what,
0: uh, what's been going on in nerd life for us this
1: week? This week, I'm nerding out on Animal Crossing, which I do often. I am preparing my island for Halloween because there's a big fall update that is about to drop any day soon. Like, we don't have an exact date, but I imagine it should happen right before October, if not the first day of. So, I know there's going to be a lot of Halloween-themed items, and we get Jack back in Animal Crossing. And so, I'm uber ready for that, growing my orange flowers and my black ones, and I love Halloween, so... like real life it's getting it's going to happen on my game too
0: nice i'm about to decorate for halloween i can't wait
2: i don't decorate for many holidays but don't entertain much either so (laughs) what about you reggie what have you been up to this week
0: uh i've been playing uh luna nights on the xbox game pass it's uh it's like a Castlevania-style game. I would definitely say, like Symphony of the Night, inspired mm-hmm. it as far as like the way that you go from screen to screen, and uh, it's like an 8-bit game. You're like this cute little maid who can control time, and she throws knives
2: yes oh man it has a very big metroid feel to it Mm -hmm. um i I remember seeing you play that game
0: metroidvanian i think is what that style (laughs) of gameplay is called metroidvanian because they kind of combine both of those styles but yeah it's it's cool um i feel like i'm playing a, a sequel In a series, though, because they keep talking, like characters will talk to one another and it'll be like, oh, I probably should know what they're talking about or referencing and I have no idea. You just
1: keep hitting A or Y or whatever the button is to bypass it. Go fight. Go fight. It's fine.
2: Thomas, what about you? What are you nerding out on? Um, Well, basically what I'll probably be nerding out on every week, uh, Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes. It's a turn-based RPG game. What's it on? Um on the mobile phone i'm probably way too into this game but it's it's um you know it's really been what i've been on on the entire pandemic i actually started right around the when the pandemic started and it's kind of just kind of it's been my escape uh you know and since it's a phone game it's a good good game to take a break on at work but you can take it everywhere yeah um yeah but it's definitely addictive um it's it's one of those games though. I mean, it's it's got all the different factions of characters, Empire, um, rebels, prequel, sequel, all that fun stuff. They've been doing a lot of characters from Empire Strikes Back because I believe there was just an anniversary for that movie. Um, but yeah, it's 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 mostly just I enjoy. Putting different teams together and see how they all work together, and because it's all it's all a numbers game in the end, but um, it's just fun seeing how the the different combos you can create and all that stuff. So, been doing a lot of that, and then on um, outside of phone games, probably been playing um, the Power Rangers fighting game on Game Pass, um, Battle for the Grid. That, that game, that game gets your blood flowing. <laughs> yes, um, and. And then uh also Soul Calibur. Mm. I've been haven't gotten really deep into that one outside of arcade mode, but that's the fighting games are just kinda good escape for me that don't require much thinking, a lot more. Good stress relief. (laughs) Have you done any
0: of the character creation in Soul Calibur yet? I have not. I think that's the only thing I've done in Soul Calibur is play with the character (laughs) creations. I don't think I've actually played, but like two or three rounds.
2: I did hear you can make Bobby Hill, though.
0: Mm -hmm. You can do Bobby Hill. You can do Hank. Uh, Actually, there's somebody who did a whole bunch of drag queens from Drag Race and like their runway looks and stuff. Um, One of the queens, her name's Nina Nina Brown, she did this look where she she's really talented. Where she uses all these different paper to like make these looks, but she uh-huh. did it and it her face looked like a peach, like it, it literally it looked like it was like a, a piece of fruit come alive.
1: And it looks that way in the game. And in the
0: game, somebody made that exact look. And I every time I look at it, I'm like, I really want to make this, but I just don't have the patience to do <laughs> all of the things. I was like, pay somebody to come and do it for me. <laughs> Well, like I said at the beginning, this week we're going to talk about robots, androids, and cyborgs. Um, Those—it's a broad category. There are lots and broad. lots of different facets that we could talk about. There's, you know, the the classic Transformers. There's the all the Asian-inspired ones from Gundam and Voltron to you know what Power Rangers we know as Power Rangers—they're Super Sentai or mm-hmm. Sentai or however Sentai you say think. it. Um, so I made a list of my favorite robots and all of the different things that I could think of, and from my—I don't want to say least favorite—but from if I—I I picked five uh, going backwards: Wally from the <laughs> Disney movie Wally. <laughs> It's definitely cool. a, a big favorite robot. I, I like the message that Wally, you know, makes you think about mm-hmm. the, what's going to happen to Earth if we don't get our stuff together. And I just, for a movie with like 20 words in it, it's such a powerful, and that robot makes me cry every time. I love I him. Yeah. Cutest Thanks, robot. Thanks, Disney. Yeah, yes. thank Cutest you. Cutest <laughs> robot. I, I'm surprised that it wasn't, <clears throat> it's not bigger than it, than it did, you know? Um, Corey, my husband, he loves that movie. Actually, his old car was a Mercedes and it had a DVD player in it. And that was the only movie in his car was Wally. So that way if like some, he had to wait somewhere, you could just push play. It's awesome. <clears throat> uh, another, um, one of these ki- people that I liked is Cyborg from the DC universe Um, When I was doing it, though, I specifically was thinking about Cyborg from Teen Titans Go. (laughs) And I know that that's probably people's least favorite of the Teen Titans and stuff like that. But hear me out. Sometimes when you come home from work and you've had people yelling at you on the phone or uh, you get into a fight with FedEx or UPS (laughs) or, you know, the kids are... Not listening to you at practice. You might just need some mindless fart jokes. (laughs) Yeah. And, you know, I don't mind getting it in the form of DC. And you should. Um, And Cyborg definitely is one of those in the Teen Titans Go that I find particularly hilarious because he's always talking about... Uh, his love of, like, 90s TV shows, and he, he is obsessed with um, the Golden Girls.
1: Yes, I've seen those episodes. Yeah. They are some of my favorites of that There's action. an
0: episode where he gets the Green Lantern's ring, mm-hmm. and his willpower that he summons is Dorothy from the Golden <laughs> Girls. Um, and that resonates with me. You know, that really speaks to me. Uh, another robot for me that I absolutely love and actually is a big part of my life is Bender. Bending <laughs> Rodriguez from Futurama. Uh, I don't think there's a day that goes by that I don't tell somebody, shut up, baby. I know it. <laughs> um, I, love Bender. I love Bender so much. He's great. I think the evolution of his character mm-hmm. was really, really funny, too. Did you guys watch the movies?
2: I did. Bender's Big Score,
0: into the Wild Green Yonder, Bender's Game. And then I think there was one more, but I might be wrong. Maybe it was only three. Anyway, we need to watch those ASAP because they are great. And uh, the Bender's Game is my favorite. Bender thinks that he's in... uh... So he walks in on the kids and they're playing Dungeons and Dragons and they make fun of him because he doesn't have an imagination... And then it ends up taking it too far, and he gets committed, and then <laughs> something happens, and then they get sucked into a world that is actually like a Dungeons & Dragons world. <laughs> and it's just, you know, if you're a nerd and you like uh, sci-fi, I mean, uh, fantasy stuff like that, you would you'll definitely need to watch that. Uh, another android for me is mm-hmm. Data. Of course. Data from Star Trek Next Gen. Um, I think... That character is loved and known by most people in the world. I think there's certain characters that you could show a picture of anywhere in the world, and people would know. I think Scooby Doo is one of those. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, Data. I even think, if you just
1: asked someone, name a Star Trek character, you're either going one. to get Picard or Data. Yep yeah, the the white robot one. You Spock. Know? Oh Spock, Spock. Yeah, that's another is one. He's a good
0: one. I really liked Data because he. Because of his um, desire to be more human. Mm -hmm. I liked that he wanted to better himself. And and, uh, some of the best episodes in Next Gen or Data episodes, I think. They are. I agree. Um, And, of course, no spoilers, but if you've never seen any of the, like, First (laughs) Contact or Nemesis movies, like, you know, eventually he's going to pass away. And that was devastating. I think of all the characters in Star Trek that they could (laughs) have... Data. Like why? Although Picard, the T V show, I'm not trying to plug for any kind of station CBS all access available. Um
1: seemed <laughs> to be Paramount Network. Oh really? Yeah.
0: I didn't realize that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um Paramount's but the Picard show about how everything was centered around data, even though data was not in that show, the whole thing was about him. Which I just I thought that was really cool. Mm-hmm. Um And then my number one robot in my life <laughs> that has been with me since I was a child is definitely Alpha 5 from Power Rangers. Tom and I and Shane were talking earlier through messaging and I was mentioning Alpha 5 and I got a message from Tom that said, uh, Ay, 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 Reggie, that's great. And as I was reading it, <laughs> I read it, I read Alpha's it as Alpha's voice. Like it's unmistakable that, ay, ay, ay.
2: Rangers. Um,
0: when I was getting myself prepared for this episode, yep. I decided to do some research about Alpha to see if there was some stuff that I didn't know. And um, I didn't realize that he was built by King Lexian on uh, the planet Edeno. Don't don't sue me if I'm not saying that right.
1: But it sounds right to that me. Sounds so. right. <laughs>
0: um, I thought it was interesting that the king made it, or made Alpha 5, and raised him like his son. But when I was doing the research, I could never find any like hard, concrete information about how does Alpha end up with Zordon. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to assume... It's just accepted that he does. Yeah, he just does. He's, <laughs> you know, I always assumed that Alpha was made by Zordon. Mm-hmm. You know, as a kid, you never... Um, Or at least I didn't pay that close attention to the details. I was more oh, I interested either. in the fighting and the stuff like oh, that, yeah. Power Rangers. But um, that eventually, you know, Alpha becomes Zordon's assistant in the command center. Um, and one of the things that I found fascinating is when Rita tricks Zed into marrying her. Mm-hmm. Her and Finster and some of the other bad guys put a evil CD in Alpha that makes (laughs) him bad for an episode. And he legitimately wants to destroy the Rangers. And I thought it was super interesting that the whole reasoning why that was able to work was because he, Alpha, had some loneliness issues and some sadness and some anger towards the rangers for always leaving him at the command center oh, yeah. always leaving him by himself and that's how that evil seed was able to get in there which then made me go into a dumpster dive of where's the other alphas if he's five we know that four was helping zordon before five
1: mm-hmm.
0: where's one two and three <clears throat> and so apparently in the comic books i don't know who out there is reading the comics but you should by boom they're amazing uh, in the comic Great books, comments. you learn about Alpha One, and apparently Alpha One ends up becoming a bad guy. And so hmm. I was like, "Hmm, these robots have a tendency
1: to get evil on us." Um, and they're kind of fun when they do,
0: <laughs> you know. Alpha goes from being that little whiny person to actually like kicking some butt. Besides mm-hmm. like just the karate chop that doesn't do anything. <laughs> um, but yeah, I know. I know Alpha Five was going to be somebody that. A lot of people recognize. Mm-hmm. And for me, one of the big things that I had growing up was I had the Christmas special VHS where Alpha has to save the day. <laughs> and there's kids in the command center and they sing Christmas songs. And I want to say Tommy and Kimberly show up in it. And of course they do. <laughs> you, you, I, well, I mean, you can't have Power Rangers without, without Tommy, Tommy and Kimberly. Kimberly. I mean, they're, they are the Power Rangers, True. right? Yeah. Um, but that Christmas special, I still to this day remember it. Like they sing "Up on the Rooftop" song, like that's where mm-hmm. why I know that song. Up on the house top, click click click. Um, and I don't really think there was much conflict in it. I think the conflict was the Rangers had to sit, help Santa get his sleigh off the ground, or something mm-hmm. like that. But. Maybe I don't know all the details from the VHS, but I do still remember it. And if I ever get my hands on a copy of that, I think I'm going to make my kids watch that every Christmas. Every Christmas, Mm -hmm. necessary viewing. Oh yeah, your family's family's Christmas vacation. Oh well, I mean that will be a family movie too (laughs) on its own. But we, I grew up watching specific movies at specific times, Mm -hmm. like. For some reason, Wizard of Oz was always something that we watched near Thanksgiving. (laughs) I don't know why. I don't know what the correlation to that is. but Not sure if there is one, one but okay. (laughs) Uh, You know, and then of course the Halloween movies that you watch. Hocus Pocus, Mm -hmm. Corpse Bride, you know, Beetlejuice, all those. The Christmas movies are a little bit harder for me because Christmas is not my favorite holiday. And uh, I think a lot of that is childhood blah blah it's great now you know mm-hmm. i have my own money and i can go buy my own present <laughs> um but yeah we watch christmas vacation and you know those other christmas funny movies like deck the halls and stuff like that but i think yeah i'm gonna make my children watch that i've i've decided you to should day.
2: mark Everyone this should mark this
0: down all my children now, are gonna watch that
2: one roadblock to that is they might not know what a
0: cd is uh, or what a VHS is. <laughs> uh, but my kids probably will because there's a VCR set up already in our house, and we have a drawer full of v- VHSs, some of which are Power Ranger ones. Yay! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I have the Bloom of Doom episode on VHS.
1: Do you have? Any? That's the one with Kimberly mm-hmm. on the cover,
0: right? Yep. Because they each had one. Yeah, they all had, and they it was like their episode where they were the important mm-hmm. people.
2: Do you have any orange Nickelodeon videotapes? I have Harriet the Spy.
0: Yes! (laughs) I have Harriet the Spy with the orange Nickelodeon. Yep, 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 yep. VHS. Going strong. 2020. Never gonna let it go. (laughs) I'm the one who's always, like, at uh, Goodwill, though. It's like, oh, look, they got some VHSs. What's in here? Mm -hmm. Because they'll be, like, 50 cent.
2: Well, there's things
0: that you can't find now. Like, I can't Mm -hmm. find a copy of... the Broadway, not the new movie version, but the old Broadway version of Cats on DVD.
1: Yeah, you're right. But I, I have the one. two
0: VHS box set. Like I have that and if I ever want to watch it, I just pull the VCR off and put that in. But yeah, those are my <clears throat> those are my robots this week. Okay. It's uh, a good list. Yeah, I thought so. Did you guys come up with any any other ones or
2: uh, I I mean I I didn't think about him at the time, but Bender definitely would have probably been on mine. Just, I don't know why I didn't... I guess I was thinking too sci-fi, not enough, like, funny Mm cartoons. Moving on. Um, Shane, would you like to share your robots, android, cyborgs?
1: Yes. All right, so my list, again, will go from you know, five to one with number one being what I probably know the most about or my favorite. So um, this is my list. First on my list is synergy from Jim and the holograms. Ooh, uh, wow. Synergy is the robot that Jerica's father builds that initially gives her the Jim hologram because Jerica has stage fright. And even though she's in a band and she's the lead singer, she has enormous stage fright. So she uses what are essentially plastic gemstone earrings To make the gym hologram. And then she ends up using Synergy to essentially save the day whenever they're in trouble or in a rut or trying to be killed by their nemesis, Eric Raymond, and the misfits. Um, She'll create holograms and get them out of situations. The rules with Synergy are fast and loose at best. Um, But whenever she needs them, she just clicks on her earring and says, Synergy, it's showtime. And boom, there's a ginormous monster bear chasing people. And they fall for it every time
0: that's fun they're kind of like a, a scooby-doo style or josie
1: and the pussycats where they're solving mysteries and stuff
0: no no
1: no most of the time they most of the time um the Jim and the holograms are predicted uh or just depicted as actually um putting on a show the misfits get jealous eric raymond hires someone to uh, essentially kill them and <laughs> they have to get out of that predicament
0: with a holographic bear yes that's fun um,
1: Next on my list is Gideon from the Arrowverse, and I say the Arrowverse because she began on Flash, and then she is the time-traveling spaceship that is Legends of Tomorrow, which I guess technically might be two different entities because of all the time-travel shenanigans that those two shows do, um, but Gideon on Legends of Tomorrow, which is my preferred Arrowverse show at the moment since Arrow went off the air, um... She has a human form she can take, and it's really awesome. She kicks butt. She controls everything. Um, you know, she re- not repairs them, but yes yeah, she, she can repair herself, but she'll need help. And she can heal them when they're damaged. Um, and I also just love the fact that they walk around the ship like, Gideon, do this. Gideon, do that. And so sometimes in my life, I walk through the house, I'm like, Gideon! And nothing happens.
0: <laughs> It'd be nice to have,
1: like, the uh, Alexis in your house, and then you can change the name yes. to that or something. Yes, possible. I wonder if I could change Siri to Gideon. But mm. Siri's awful to me, so I shouldn't do that. Oh. <laughs> Technology doesn't like me like that. No. Next on my list is Alpha 5, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like aye, Reggie, aye. Alpha 5 was a big part of my childhood. I love Alpha. I kind of still, like, always kind of him as a sidekick as... To Zordon, but I do like when he had his moments, um, preferably in the Halloween episode when he just shows up at the party and the ranger's are like, oh my god, Alpha, what are you doing here? And everyone's like, cool costume, dude. Um, because Alpha knows what he's doing, oh. even when the rangers don't.
0: The rangers never particularly seemed bright as far as common no. sense. <laughs> you know, they're all smart, but yeah, I mean Halloween. Calm down, kids.
2: They also... Dress like their Power Ranger, their secret Power Ranger identity. They wear their their colors everywhere.
0: Everything of theirs is their colors. too. Yes. and I don't understand why nobody
2: picks up on that. <laughs> but that's just hey, them. those guys are that that group of friends is really close, yeah, and they all like, wear the same colors as the every Power day. No you
0: notice what. they always disappear when the bad guys are around, and then their other five colorful Power
1: Rangers show up. That's just I don't know. I feel like Alpha would mix up their clothes, <laughs> which is why I like him, and he's included on the list um next on my list victor stone cyborg from dc because of course though unlike reggie my preferred victor stone is like the more serious one in the teen titan ty- anime is my favorite honestly the um animation show that ran on cartoon network for a few years Booyah, baby! Um, still voiced by carrie payton which is the best cyborg in my opinion um I just like how, like, I consider him kind of the muscle of the group. Mm -hmm. He can do almost anything, and I love his friendships with Robin and Starfire, which are my two favorite titans, because he's there for both of them all the time, even though his best friend is Beast Boy. Um, But his friendship with them are also pretty special, and I've just always liked him. (laughs) What makes their friendship with him so special? I think with Robin, it's more like he's second command and someone Robin can lean on. Most of the time when he's not doing his Batman brooding thing. And for Starfire, he's a lot more patient with her than a lot of people, I think. That's
2: cool. Like,
1: they have a brother-sister relationship, which sometimes I'm like, no, she belongs with Robin. Don't get too close. But...
0: <laughs> Forcing some ships, huh?
1: Yes, always. And finally, my big number one, the Borg from Star Trek. <laughs> the
2: Borg. The Borg. Yes. I've only ridden their roller coaster. Oh, the one Carowinds. at Carowinds? Yeah.
1: I thought that was the coolest thing. I don't think that's there anymore either.
2: it's the Nighthawk now, I think. Yeah,
1: so the roller coaster is, but the big spear that used to be in the middle and yeah. the you will resistance is futile, you will be
2: assimilated, no longer plays. That mm. um, was my favorite
1: roller coaster when it came out.
2: But now that I'm older, it does give me a neck injury every time I ride it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I'm sure if I went on it now I'd be broken. Uh. What about the Borg made them your number one? Right. They're the most formidable in enemy against the Federation. They're not like any species at all. You know, they have the Hive Mind controlled by a single queen, which I learned she is replaced by a duplicate when she is destroyed. So they are identical, which is why the Borg queens, you know, I don't know if there's a Borg queen in Next Generation. I don't think so. Um, but First Contact and Voyager look the same. Um, so they would just replace them with an identical one. They always have one. Uh, whenever they counter another ship or species, they automatically scan it, and, you know, they tell them they're going to be assimilated. And I always like that, because I imagine, which I couldn't find definitive proof or not on this, but, like, when they do the whole um, Resistance is Futile thing, I always just picture, like, the entire ship is hearing it. Mm-hmm. That's how I want to picture it, and that's how I kind of want it to be, but... Um, They're terrifying. They are. So they originate from the Delta Quadrant and make their first appearance in Star Trek Next Generation by Q. In the episode Q Who, he zaps the Enterprise to an uncharted sector or space where they first encounter the Borg. Um, The damn Q. (laughs) Well, he did it to kind of prove a point. Like, I get it. Um, He wanted, you know, he wanted to show humans that they're not prepared for just anything because they... I don't think, I would argue, they're still not really prepared for the Borg.
2: Um,
1: they always barely make it through. Exactly. And they barely got out. You know, Enterprise lost 18 people that day.
2: Mm-hmm. The oh. audacity.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, so Q zapped them there to make a point. And then they would go on to make sporadic appearances in the Next Generation series, leading to Star Trek First Contact, where they go back in time and they are followed by the Enterprise, which is still the Next Generation crew at this point. Um, And they try to stop Earth's launch of a warp-capable engine, which would pretty much hinder the creation of Federation. Maybe First even contact. prevent
0: it. Mm-hmm. April 5th, I think. Yes. First Contact
1: is April 5th. I don't know what year.
0: I know Same. I'll be alive when it supposedly <laughs> happens. I think I'll be like in my 70s. I've done the math before. Yeah. Um. Okay. Actually, I have the right the next to me So let me just flip to that and
1: we can tell you. But we'll keep going. I'll look at Okay. Um so after this movie occurs, um they begin to become a feature enemy in my favorite Star Trek series, Star Trek Voyager. I don't care what anyone says, it's the best. Jane Wade. Yeah. So they actually appear and they are featured in 19 episodes of Voyager, which is more so than a lot of other enemies. Um, and I say 19 because there are more, but those other episodes are like, you know, they find a dead body, but then they never actually run into the actual Borg. So I didn't really count those in that number. If Then I think the total was like 26 or 27, which is still quite a bit for such a formidable foe, I think. Um and, more, and most people like to argue that Voyager weakened the Borg by having them appear so many times and not assimilate or destroy Voyager. But I also disagree with that. And I'll argue it another day, I'm sure. We do learn learn more about the Borg in this series. And even though they strive for perfection through assimilating everyone and everything, they're not. Um, and, you know, Voyager goes on to give us our most famous and perhaps well-known character in ex-Borg Recruit 7 of 9, played wonderfully by the Jerry Ryan. And Janeway does deliver what some calls a crippling blow at the end of the series to the Borg, because until recently there's no other canonical Borg appearance, really, um, that takes place after Voyager. In Picard, like, this is not a huge spoiler, because if you just watch the promo, you get to see this. There is a... um, borg cube that appears it's been reclaimed by the romulans it's severed from the hive so we're still not really getting borg activity we just kind of know they're still there because janeway didn't completely destroy them um what was it that janeway destroyed
0: it was like the unimatrix one the conduit that they traveled through
1: yes yeah well when voyager made it home um because the borg used conduits to travel through Mm -hmm. all part like all parts of the universe which is why they became so formidable because they can get anywhere Anytime they want, basically. Um, they destroyed the one that led right in the Alpha Quadrant to Earth, to Earth. We like surfed on the wave to get yes. back to the Alpha
0: Quadrant. Yeah.
1: Yes, and then a Borg spear comes out and is imploded with Voyager inside. Mm. And that's how they got home. So sorry, this is a spoiler about Voyager, but it's, it's been a few it, years. So guys, if you haven't seen it something
0: yet. Like that, yeah, <laughs> no, you had that. Uh first uh-huh. contact is April fifth, twenty
1: sixty three. Okay, so yes, we should be alive.
2: And uh, just a note on spoilers for the show. If it's been out for more than a year, then just sorry about it. Sorry
1: about it. it. We'll try to warn spoilers so you can fast forward, hit that 30 second bus button, but... Yeah,
0: I think we, we'll try our best to <laughs> avoid any kind of new TV show
1: t- conversations and stuff like Without that. Without extensive spoilers. Exactly. And, and to wrap up my Borg um, research, so with... The newer shows, um, you know, there's a question, if anyone watches Discovery, again, it's not a spoiler, um, but I'm watching it, and I'm like, are we getting a Borg origin story? And we still don't know. Like, we're going into season three, and we, you know, I don't know what that was. Um. What is it? <laughs> So I'm hoping in upcoming seasons and upcoming series that, you know, we get an update and we see some Borg activity more so than just, Oh, here's a Borg spaceship that we now have because they're still there. And I want to know what has happened.
0: That's awesome. The Borgs have always been something that's fascinating. There's like Hugh, Mm -hmm. Locutus, Seven seven of Nine. nine. Um, I think there's been a couple other like, E chip yeah, Egypt. All the kids, name. yes, in Voyager that were assimilated, and then they were brought back into human to humanity, for lack of a better word. Uh, yeah,
2: that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Let's get a uh, a Borg lower deck.
0: <laughs> Ooh, that would be a very hard show to watch. I think it might be a little boring.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I have prepared some robot, android, cyborg, cyborg trivia for you guys. Okay. You jerk. (laughs) (laughs) How dare you? I pulled these from just pop culture in general. So they're not specific to the exact things that were on mine and Reggie's list. Um, But, you know, if they've been around for a while, I tried to grab questions from here and there and a little bit, you know, live action versus animated. And I guess how this will work is I'll read the question and whoever knows it can answer first. And I'll I'll keep tally. So we'll see who wins. Yes, I will. <laughs> See, <probably> will, actually. <laughs> All right. Hit us with your first question. What you got? All right. Question number one. Which character speaks the first line in the original 1977 Star Wars movie? The
2: 1977. C-3PO. Yes. That's what my guess was going to be.
1: Next question. What exactly is Deep Space Nine in the television series Star Trek Deep Space Nine? It is a space station. Yes, that's uh,
0: outside of um, Major. Is it a a
2: self-aware space station? No, no. It's just it's.
1: (laughs) I think it's space station nine. Mm -hmm. I I think so. In In deep deep space. space. (laughs) (laughs) All right, next one. Really easy. So I'm interested to see who will get it. What is the name of the Jetsons' robotic maid? Rosie. Yes.
2: I said Judy for some reason.
1: I think she's the, the daughter. Okay.
2: Alright.
1: Question number four. What is the name of the Pontiac Firebird trans AM that is controlled by AI in David Hasselhoff's 1982 series Knight Rider? Kit. <laughs> yes. <sighs> so far, Reggie's leading three to one. Nightboat. boat. Nightboat. <laughs> <laughs> That's the spinoff that failed. Alright, question five. In Safe by the Bell, which character creates the <laughs> robot named Kevin?
0: Skeeter? Skeeter? I don't know. I didn't no. watch Stained by the
1: Bell. Got a guess? Kevin? No. <laughs> <People> <laughs> Kevin?
0: <laughs>
1: <Nope>. Screech.
0: <laughs> Screech. Oh, that's his that name. Yes. Screech.
1: Skeeter is From Doug. Dog. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking of Screech, but I said Screech. Yeah. Right, no one gets the point on that one. I have one, no idea
2: one. on that
1: one. Jamie Summers is better known as either the $6 million woman or the bionic woman.
0: The bionic woman? Yes. It's a $6 million
1: man and the bionic Correct. woman. Yeah. And She-Hulk. <laughs> but She-Hulk isn't a robot, yeah. is she? No. N- no, 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 no. Just no. a good crossover. Yeah. <laughs> right. What is the name of the one species that are impervious to Borg assimilation? 8472? Yes. Species
0: 8472. Yeah, I wouldn't have gotten that one. That's If you're going to watch any uh, Star Trek Voyager, you should watch... The episodes with the Hirogen, specifically the World War II episode where they take over the ship as, mm-hmm. uh, with the holodeck, and the, eight, the Species 8472 episodes. Yes. Those are, those are some of the best ones.
1: All right, next question. Complete the following famous quote from the robot in the TV series Lost in Space. Daniel Danger, Will blank, Robinson. blank. <laughs>
0: Before I even get it done. Have you guys watched the new one on Netflix? No, I have not.
2: Dudes is good i saw the 90s movie or with matt leblanc that one and i whatever the uh family guy made fun of mm. um, <laughs> yeah. the creepy doctor dr smith yeah
0: um parker posey posey parker or whichever way her name is she plays dr smith in the netflix show it's really good it's kind of dark but really good
1: awesome all right what type of vehicle does Optimus Prime transform into in the cartoon series Transformers? What Generation is a semi-truck? Oh, is it a Mack truck? Yes. A freight liner, actually. Freight so, M- yeah, M- Freightliner, actually. So, yes, a semi-truck. Give it to Tom. Tomoth. Right. Who made Victor Stone into the hero known as Cyborg? Uh,
0: his father? Yes. But I'll I don't know that what his name...
1: Silas Stone. Oh, okay. Silas Stone. <laughs> Mr. Stone. Doctor, <laughs> I would accept it Stone. either. Dr. Silas Stone or his father.
0: Yeah, what happens to him?
2: <clears throat> um, It's a yeah, parachuting car. accident. Oh, parachuting. I think so. He was probably allowed to be in that fundraiser at the beginning of the Power Rangers movie. <laughs> Where he saw the Power and he Ranger. wasn't wearing a collar so that mm-hmm. they didn't give him a parachute.
1: <laughs> Alright, we're nearing the end. Who says the phrase, I'll be back? The Terminator. The yes. Terminator,
2: played by Arnold.
1: Arnold. Arnold. <laughs> All right. Next question. The Iron Giant came from where?
2: Mars.
0: Was it Jupiter?
1: No. The answer I found said outer space. Oh. So
0: I'll
2: give it to you. You kind of got there. I'll give you a point. Yeah. I just assume. I don't know. Regardless, that movie ripped my heart out when I was little. Mm
0: -hmm. Did you guys read um, Ready Player One? No, I did. Did not. You should read that book. Uh, At one point. Have you seen the movie? Do you know anything about it? I don't. There's like this world that they can go into that's the internet. And so people don't really live their lives in the real world. They live their lives through this virtual world. And you, it's like a video game and you get things.
1: The Iron Giant makes an appearance in that.
0: Nice. pretty pretty cool. The book,
1: not the movie. (laughs) All right. What robotic hero appeared in the Supergirl Season 1 episode, Red-Faced, as a villain? Brainiac? No. Got a guess, Tom? Ah, no. Wait, say it again. What robotic hero appeared in the Supergirls season one episode, Red-Faced, as a villain? Tornado?
0: Yes. Is it Tornado? It's the Red Tornado. The Red Tornado, okay.
1: But no point, because you already guessed the wrong Uh, answer. (laughs) I don't think it's going to hurt you. (laughs) <laughs> all right finally last question the autobots and transformer in transformers fight against what enemy the, the decepticons. decepticons yes i heard tom first he needs the points so <laughs> like that one. well hey you know it was it, it was eight to four so eight to four how many, many I did we, we not moments? get though
2: because we need to know how many points you scored by stomping us hmm.
1: i only stumped you guys on one one Mm-hmm.
2: okay all right
0: i'll remember that yes (laughs) i'll write that down when it's my turn for trivia
2: okay so good first round of trivia um i guess let's continue on with your list list. yep what you got okay mine's um just a bit shorter i actually was one of i actually thought of this theme and then have actually a hard time making my list Didn't even think about Bender the first time around. I mean, it's so broad. So, so broad. It was a well, challenge. So
0: many to choose from. Mm-hmm. It's
2: hard. Um, but one of mine, um, Optimus Prime. I, I, you know, very nice. I grew up watching Transformers: John I'd wake up at like 5 a.m. on a school day because I guess they showed that show in the morning. It was
1: like the 80s morning. version, right? Uh no, it was no. the uh,
2: the like the early 2000s version. oh, um, And that's actually what really got me into to Transformers. Um, but just... I feel like Optimus Prime has always been... He's not been kind of like a Dumbledore character where it's like, are they good? Are they bad? I feel like most... Almost everything Optimus Prime does is pretty noble. And just like... I mean, in, in the uh, Michael Bay movies, when... He thinks that when basically they tell the Transformers they need to go away, he doesn't think it's the right decision, but he does it because he doesn't, he wants to honor like the sentient beings of the world he's on. So I just, um, I respect him a lot.
0: He's a good guy.
2: And he, his voice just kind of reminds me of my grandfather. Um, my grandfather kind of sounds like Optimus Prime. That's cool. Um, Another one, um, this one comes from the uh, Star Wars comic books. Um, there's a character named Dr. Aphra, which is like the Star Wars version of Indiana Jones. Mm-hmm. Um, she's an awesome character who I hope we'll maybe get to see in The Mandalorian because they she's in a similar time time. But she has these two droids with her, which are like the evil murderous versions of... C-3PO and R2-D2, named Triple Zero and BT. <laughs> um, so she's a bad guy? or She's, it's, it's. I mean, like, she, maybe? she She more just acts in her own self-interest. I mean, she's an archaeologist, so mm-hmm. she's just out there to hustle, basically. She's an um, But, she, yeah, she's an anti-hero. Um, she kind of gets pressed into service with Darth Vader mm. um, to do a bunch of stuff for him between A New Hope and um, Empire Strikes Back, I believe, and... Um, and then he ends up trying to kill her, and then that's when um, her her series starts. But she's got this. So basically, imagine all of the banter between like R two D two and um, C three P o, except by like these murder bots who are just like, <laughs> I just want to rip humans limb from limb, um, oh, and, and like C three P o has like his hands turn into like torture devices, like syringes and stuff. And BT has like rocket launchers. So they are ready. Yeah. uh, (laughs) They're, they're just murder bot R2D2 and C3PO. And they're definitely the comic relief of that series. So like them a lot. Um, this one uh, is from Futurama, but um, mostly because I've based, a, I based my character in Shane's soap opera partially on him. But Hedonism Bot um, <laughs> from Futurama has always been my favorite. Um, just has. Yes. He's only on screen for like what, like a couple seconds each time, but he probably makes me laugh harder than most of that. Isn't there one episode where they're at like the ro- Robosexual pr- Pride Parade mm-hmm. and they're just like dumping hot dogs on each other yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's what i like about hedonism bot um just off the wall but that's what he likes about hedonism bot. <laughs> yeah okay um next one uh another star wars one when it came to robots i guess my mind just went straight to star wars for almost all of them and that's um, but there's a there's a character on Clone Wars and Star Wars Rebels uh, named AP Five. Um, he is this like really dry witted tactical robot who basically just says things the way they are. And he, I mostly like him because he reminds me of Alan Rickman um, <laughs> in R.I.P. Um, Snape. Yeah, um, just the the dry British. Um, voice, the voice actor they got. I, mean, I don't, I don't know the voice actor for him, but um, I, I, I love it. Love Alan Rickman, especially in Galaxy Quest. Um, but sad he's gone. Um, and then my last one is, I, I feel like this one has to be kind of obvious, but uh, as a cyborg, Darth Vader, um, definitely a fixture of all of the Star Wars, basically. Um, and, you know, it's... Stephen Stanton. Stephen Stanton played is, AP5? Uh, AP5. Okay. Um, but I like Darth Vader a lot. Um, one, because he's just... It's cartoonish how evil um, he kind of is. Sometimes there's a whole arc in the comic series where he asks Governor Tark- uh, Grand Moff Tarkin to hunt him. And so it's literally just like... Um, you know, most dangerous game episode of Grand Moff Tarkin hunting yeah. down Darth <laughs> Vader, and it's 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 wild there. But then also just you know, I'm not going to make any excuses for him because he was you know a tool of absolute evil. But I feel like you miss a lot of in the movies, you miss a lot of the fact that like. He's still kind of with Emperor Palpatine after Padme dies because he's still under the delusion he can bring her back.
0: I think that that's the that's his sole motivating factor to yeah. be bad. I don't. I personally don't think that Vader is that bad of a guy. I mean, what he did was bad, but yeah. I think deep down the only reason why he did that was for the hope of bringing
2: was back for him. her. And then you know you you ask yourself like, oh, like Padme died and the Emperor couldn't save her. Why is he still hanging out with this guy? It's because he still thinks the emperor is the best way to well, bring her the back. Well, the emperor
0: also, I think, point blank told him the the power the dark side has the power to bring back
1: yeah. the dead. <sighs> so that was yeah. my Palpatine impression. Too. <laughs> so of course like he's going to do anything to get her back,
2: right? Yeah, and um, and you know one one thing that they that you don't pick up in the third movie, um, or the Revenge of the Sith, is just that like. Anakin was told all this time he was going to be like the the greatest things in sliced bread, going to save the world, um, bring balance to the Force, and then he has probably the worst fall in the history of Star Wars over fear basically and so there's a lot of like internal struggle with darth vader in the sense that he's like i was told i was going to be this greatest thing i'm a failure like i did all of this stuff because i was afraid of losing someone and so that's just like um
0: wasn't fear his biggest
2: problem fear was his biggest Mm -hmm. problem yeah. Um, isn't that
0: why they didn't want him trained in the first place? Because he was afraid of leaving his mom behind or something like that?
2: I mean, yeah, he was just... Actually they actually remember that. They, I mean, they didn't want to train him because the Jedi didn't believe in showing human emotion, basically. And they're like, hey, like this is a person who isn't free of what makes us people. Um, so that's why they didn't want to train him.
0: Poor little Annie.
2: But yeah, it's just... Um, it's one thing you don't really pick up. It's just like, he was disappointed in himself. Because he was told how great he was, and then he felt evil, and so there's there's just a you you see a lot of those feelings. Um, and another yeah. thing in the the comic books is that you don't get in the movies is like when he confronts Luke about being his father. Spoiler alert. Um,
0: <laughs> his name literally translates from German, "Dark Father." Or really?
2: Like that.
1: I did Darth, not know that, Darth Vader.
2: But one thing you pick up in the comics that you don't in the movies is like. Finding out he had a son and that son rejecting him was like crushing to him. I mean, the same way like any person be mm-hmm. like, oh, I have a kid and they hate me, like it it crushed him. And so there's like a whole it's actually the latest arc right now is him just kind of dealing with the fallout of loot, being like, get get the hell away from me. Um so yeah, Darth Vader is just not the best character, but um definitely one of my favorite robot android cyborgs.
1: I did not realize he was either of those. Honestly, I thought he was just a man wearing a mask. No, well, he gets chopped up a little bit by Obi
0: Wan, he... and then he gets caught on fire in that
2: lava. <laughs> I get. I mean, he he can't function without his life support suit, okay. and also he ha- all four of his limbs mm-hmm. are um, cybernetic, yes. so he's he's a cyborg. But it's really cool in the comics because they kind of show him like when he meditates, it like shows like you know his feelings like running through his body and everything, but it just shows like how he's cut off at the knees and, uh, uh the, just the animation in the star Wars comics is what really drew me in more than anything. I, I know I send y'all Facebook messages, <laughs> with comics or screenshots from comics I'm reading all the time, but
1: it's fun. It is, it's it an is. insight into something that I'm mm-hmm. not reading. So same. And I'm not even you guys know I'm not the biggest star Wars fan. I don't, Particularly hate it, you know. I should not always like give it my time, but I have seen quite a bit of it, and I continue to see it in pop culture. So,
2: yeah,
1: I think Vader is the
0: Dutch word for father, mm-hmm. and then in German it's Veiter, mm-hmm. Vater, V a t e r, which also means father. And so, and there I mean, we go. There's,
2: there's been a lot of um explaining things away after the fact with George Lucas. It's like, oh, I played that. It's like, no, you didn't. You mm, didn't play that. That was coincidental. <laughs> it was coincidental, and you're acting like you played it, but. Eh, still created one of the, my favorite things ever. So,
0: and I never would have thought to put Vader on that list, but you're absolutely right with that.
2: Yeah, honorable mention, Um, I really liked Android 18. Ah, oh, yes. Um, from Dragon Ball Z. Um, I like Android
1: 17 now, having watched Dragon Ball Super. Yeah. Is that the
2: blonde chick? Mm-hmm. Blonde chick, there's um, <laughs> Krillin, but then Dragon Ball Super isn't Android 17 a park ranger? Essentially, yes. Who is like defending a nature preserve from poachers after you know going on a killing spree when he was in his teens? But who who (laughs) hasn't? Okay.
0: Well, I guess that really wraps up today's
2: episode of Robot Android Cyborgs. Oh my,
0: yeah. I thought that was a really good one. Um, A lot of overlapping stuff especially with shane and i mm-hmm. alpha five seems to be a, a popular one <laughs> cyborg uh tom is new to power rangers i think and so he'll have to he'll have to start watching and reading those comics to find out who uh, alpha five is oh,
2: i've been reading the comics some um yeah. watching the show some it's it's a little repetitive for 60 episodes but no.
0: There's it's, only like uh, nine hundred, six hundred episodes in total of over twenty six seasons. But
2: it definitely makes me miss kickboxing. I, I I was doing that with my um. We had a trainer with my wife, and then I got a blood clot, and now I'm on blood thinners, so I can't really do much like sparring or anything anymore. But watching Power Rangers definitely makes me want to go like kick something, <laughs> kick something non living.
0: But but Power Rangers does not promote violence. No. Right. A disclaimer for any parents out there listening, we're not telling your kids to go watch Power Rangers and kick something.
1: No, we're not saying that. They are defending the Earth from aliens. If they're go. defending the Earth from aliens, they can kick something. If not, they need to not to. <laughs> you know,
2: only kick something if it is an existential threat <laughs> from outer space. Well,
0: actually, speaking of Power Rangers, that leads us into our next episode. I going to be a movie review of the power rangers episode or a review of the power rangers movie yes so if you uh, enjoyed what you hear today come back and uh, join us
1: yes we for hope some 90s nostalgia 90s nostalgia <laughs> and we hope that if you guys like what you hear you'll subscribe rate us leave a review if you want to if you don't get in contact with us we're on social media look for total nerd lists instagram facebook and twitter do you guys want to plug yourselves on anything?
0: Um, no, I mean, that's, that
1: pretty <laughs> much wraps it up
2: for okay. me, I think. I'm, I'm pretty awesome, but I'll just leave it at that. Yeah. All, All right, guys. Until next week.
0: Bye. Bye. Bye.